Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, super achievers. In this podcast, I'm interviewing Jen Dalton. Jen is a personal brand specialist with entrepreneurship in her DNA. She helps business owners and executives define how they show up as leaders, make the most of their strengths, and tend to their legacy, growth, and visibility. Welcome, Jen. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Excellent. Well, I think your topic is definitely something that's on our minds this year. So let's dive into managing your personal brand. Now, although before we get to that, I'd like to learn a little bit more about you. How about your sharing your background and what brought you to what you're doing today? Absolutely. So I started my career in corporate world and financial services, uh, which I do highly recommend. I think being in the corporate space teaches you a lot about big companies. Um, however, after 10 years, on my 10th anniversary, I actually had my second son. And I thought, you know, I don't want to do this for the next 10 years. And uh, in parallel, I had been getting my executive MBA knowing I wanted to start my own business. And many of my classmates had no idea how to talk about their value and what they brought mm. to the table, um, which is a huge concern if you're going back to school to get your executive MBA, you're paying a lot of money, you want to make sure you can communicate your value clearly to potential employers. But so many people are uncomfortable talking about themselves um, and aren't clear how to do it. And I always tell people personal branding is not personal bragging. And so as I was going through the program, my classmates started to be some of my first clients. Uh, helping them really think about how do they pivot in their career? How do they communicate from a story perspective their value? And before I graduated, I had launched my business. And you haven't looked so back that was since. about eight years ago. <laughs> That's wow. right. That was about eight <laughs> years ago. And, um, you know, since then, I do a lot of career coaching, a lot of executive coaching, but all of it is around how do you communicate your value clearly and in a compelling way? For our listeners, how do you recommend, what are some tips for managing their personal brand in particular um, and their online presence? Sure. <clears throat> you know, I think one of the things that people forget to do is uh, to step back and think about their why and what is it that they are good at. And a lot of times we do that in a vacuum. And so I encourage people in the very beginning to ask people for feedback. Uh, I have a very simple exercise I use with clients just to get started and not feel intimidated. Reach out to your family members, your friends, your peers, your manager, people you've worked with, and ask them to describe you in five words and see what they say. And really, you know, it's not a, it's not a performance management review, so it shouldn't be stressful. Um, <laughs> I have these conversations over coffee, over wine, over lunch. People genuinely do want to help, but it's important to know how are you being perceived. It's important to understand uh, that particular piece because sometimes in those conversations, you learn about strengths that you really didn't know you had or that you were underselling or undervaluing. So I think step number one is go out and get some really good feedback on how you show up and what people think your personal brand is. Mm. I think the, the second step is really around understanding who are your competitors. And I always hate to break it to people, but we all have competition. Uh, 
And so one of the best tools to use for that is LinkedIn. Um, go and search people who are doing the work you're doing now, or if you're looking for a new role, who has that role now on LinkedIn, you know, search by job title, see what comes up, see what they have done, what are their certifications. Um, you can also search and see who's writing about the fields you're interested in. So it's important to understand how are you perceived, how are you showing up, and who else are you competing against? So once we get all that together, then what do we do? So one of the things that's changed in the digital space is that the first thing recruiters do is not going to be look at your resume. The first thing they're going to do is Google you. And so it's extremely important, as stressful as it might be, to Google yourself and not only look at the results we typically see, but look and see what images show up, what shows up under videos, what shows up under news, and really understand what evidence is out there. And if you do that search and you realize, wow, I'm not showing up at all, then you can think about, okay, where do I need to be seen? Where is my audience? If you're looking in a certain industry or you're looking in a certain, um, for a certain company, then I would check out what is it that they are looking for and how do you start to build a digital brand around that? It could be as simple as updating your LinkedIn profile to tell a better story that aligns with uh, the company or the culture or the organization or the role you're looking for. The most important thing is just to be authentic. So LinkedIn is a pretty basic start. I think the second one is, how do you start to put your thoughts out there? So one of the things I tell my clients is telepathy is not a strategy. <laughs> and, and everybody laughs just like that when they hear that and they think, you know, you're right. Like, I can think I'm really good. And know I'm good, but if nobody knows, it's not going to help me. And so you want to think about what are some baby steps to start to build that digital evidence? It could be as simple as sharing articles and commenting on what you found interesting. It could even be starting to blog or write on your own. Um, Medium is a very good platform to start that with. It's a blogging platform you can leverage. I also look at LinkedIn. You can self-publish there. And all that's, that sounds scary and almost like you're bragging. Um, it's really important to understand if you don't share either your writing or if you're not out there speaking, right? So you can either write or you can speak. That's the only way you get around telepathy. Uh, then people won't know how you think. And if people don't know how you think, it's hard for them to know why they should hire you. So it's important to get some of that evidence out there. And do it in a way that adds value. So it's not talking about yourself. <clears throat> it might be talking about, here's what I've learned, or here's some great tools to use. So it's really about creating value for your audience. It's less about talking about yourself. Oh, I can see. So almost like turning in, uh, turning your LinkedIn profile into almost like a this is me web page with videos and blogs and evidence of your work. Absolutely. Most people still think LinkedIn is just for job seekers, as in you just have your digital resume, you copy paste your resume. Um, But LinkedIn is really a lot more than that. Now, you can write, you can do LinkedIn live, or you do a live video. Um, I've noticed people doing video bios for their personal brand, and making sure that their LinkedIn page is marketing for them when they're not online. And so, you know, writing, 
uh, putting pictures. If you're at an event or you hear a speaker, um, making sure there's evidence that you're out networking, that you're out doing things, uh, not for the sake of doing them, but for the sake of saying, hey, here's how I spend my time. Here's what's important. Uh, I invest in learning. For example, let's say you go to a conference, you should share that online. You should share a, a favorite insight from a speaker. So it's retraining your muscles to think about what am I doing day to day that could be valuable and I could share as insight with others. For 2020, we're having some interesting <laughs> situations occur in the U.S. here and in other countries uh, that are listening. Is there anything you would change with um, the current uh, pandemic, et cetera, issues going on? So now is a good time to um, step back a little bit and reflect on what do you want to do two to three years from now and work back from that. So for example, there are a lot of online courses that you can get certificates through Coursera, through universities in the U.S., and so if you're trying to pivot or think about um, moving into something new, now is a great time to take some of those courses and add those certificates to your LinkedIn profile, to your resume. Um, there's just a lot of material and content online. One of the things I'm, th I'm seeing students, graduate students, and, and professionals do is reserve their own personal domain. Um, so... Oh, right. It's, it's, um, it's a way to control the narrative for yourself. And so a lot of folks that I work with, they'll go, uh, one of the websites I like is called noem.com, K-N-O-W-E-M.com. And you can search, um, a domain and you can see what social media is available. It has the same, um, words. So let's say Jen Dalton, if I went and looked at that and it's, and it said, oh, the website's available and the Facebook handle is available and the LinkedIn company page is available. You can actually reserve it straight through that site. I use it more for research, but I think creating your own personal page, like an e-portfolio is what we would call that. And you can blog on your own website. Let's say you don't want to put it on LinkedIn. Some people are nervous about what they put on LinkedIn. They don't want their employer to think they're trying to leave, things like that. Um, and so ePortfolio can be another way to build a brand, a digital story uh, that's really powerful. I like that. Now, okay, so think about your why, you know, ask for feedback, get other people's perspectives, research the competition, Google yourself, <laughs> right? Get out there, um, update your LinkedIn profile with more than just your resume. I love that T telepathy is not a strategy, right? Are there any other tips that individuals can use to, uh, I like how you said, control the narrative? Well, one thing that is important is for, um, again, people to look out. So let's say you, you're not known for anything right now because you've been very quiet, which most people uh, heads down doing work. And I totally appreciate that. Um, so think about what are the conversations that you find most interesting that you want to be a part of and shape. And it could be in the community. It could be at your company. It could be in the industry. But think about those conversations. And what I remind people is, let's say you give yourself, usually to build your digital brand, it takes about 6 to 12 months to really start to get engagement and to have had enough consistency 
and content and people can start to realize, oh, okay, now I understand what they're talking about or why they're engaging here. So the, the last piece of advice would be pick that time frame. Let's say it's 12 months and then think about what evidence do I need each month? The first month might be more of an introductory and you just start to slowly put your toe in the water. You don't want to come out the first month if you're not an expert or if nobody's ever heard of you and say, I'm an expert. Um, yeah. You you really want to build that, right? You want to build that evidence. The audience has to give you permission to play. And so it's very important to understand what is your audience believe and how do you help meet them where they are and their beliefs about you and move them to where you need them to be. So it may take time to build your personal brand. Um, so don't stress if it doesn't, if you're not famous overnight, it may not be about being famous. Right? <laughs> what? What? I, I hate to break it to everybody. Um, but take some time, identify, you know, what are those conversations? What's a foundational piece of evidence? And then slowly build. And by the end of 12 months, sometimes for my clients, it might take 24 months. It depends on what they're trying to do. But your personal brand, and this is really important in the digital space, is something you have to do consistently. It's like a heartbeat all the time. And you have to be doing a little bit every day. Um, you have to give your brand a heartbeat. You have to resonate with your audience. And so it's very important just to constantly be listening and seeing if what you're sharing is adding value and then adjust if you need to start to, uh, to manage that. But have a plan and work back from that destination. Now, um, so that's what how to to put your brand out there. Now, since we are living in a digital world, any suggestions for criteria on what not to put on the digital world that could harm your brand? Oh my goodness, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very tricky. Um, we live in a very PC and very sensitive space right now. And so one of my rules is to always be nice. Um, there's no need to be negative, to call people names, to get frustrated. And sometimes people confuse um, their personal brand and professional brand. The reality is you only have one brand. And so let's say you're complaining about something on Facebook, but you're being very well behaved on LinkedIn. Those things all show up, right? Recruiters yeah. go research, research and Google and they see all of that. So it's really important to be mindful of how you're showing up and the, the voice you're using. And even in tough times, or even if someone is saying something on social media you don't like, I always tell my clients, just take a digital pause, step back, step away from the keyboard and take, take a deep breath and think about, you know, if this was on the front page tomorrow, or if my boss saw this, or if a future company saw this, or a future customer, um, would they want to work with me? I've heard plenty of stories from um, students, from professionals where, you know, a company has said, gosh, how you're showing up personally online doesn't align with our company values. And, you know, we can no longer take you as an employee. Right. If, if you're in the middle of being interviewed, et cetera, and they're doing their research, it can stop an interview very quickly. Um, yeah. so it's, it's very important to, to be nice, to be thoughtful, to think about, should I really post this? And if you're not sure, ask someone. I do that. I ask people, Hey, I wrote this blog. How's it coming across? And a lot of times, you know, some people will say, Oh, I love it. And some people will say, I really like it, but the way you worded this sounds weird or kind of rubs me the wrong way. 
So it's okay to go get feedback and make sure that what you share um, isn't going to get you in trouble. Yeah. I actually use that as my, uh, what, what we call it, uh, thermostat thermometer. <laughs> is if I'm asking, should I post this? Then you probably should. I must know that maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> right? Your gut will probably tell you, mm, maybe not. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think that's a great point. And there are times where um, I certainly will start to type something and then I'll, I'll step away, right? So I think it's important for people to remember, if my personal brand is on helping clients find clarity about their why, really building a strategy for how do you build your reputation and really thinking about um, the structure that helps my clients get there faster, then those are the three things I should be talking about. You know, I'm not going to be talking about football. I'm not going to be talking about uh, pharmaceuticals, right? I stay in my lane. So it's important for your personal brand you're not trying to be known for everything because you can't be good at everything. So pick what you're good at, pick what you're passionate about and really manage that message consistently. Don't try to be everything to everyone, right? So the more specific you are, be specific to be terrific. The more specific you are, the more someone will know, oh, that's exactly how they can help me. Um, There you go. If you're vague, it's just not very useful for your audience because they won't know what to do. Yeah. Nice. Now, speaking of your clients, um, what services and or products do you provide? Sure. I do three types of work. Um, The first is strategy. A lot of people, before they even get down the path of how do I build a personal brand, really need help thinking about what is my personal brand? What do I want it to be? And much like writing a resume, most people don't like writing their own resume. It's very hard to think about your personal brand on your own. So whether it's a complimentary consult with me just to brainstorm some ideas or you talk with people you know, don't do your personal brand by yourself. Um, The second piece is around, I do a lot of work on thinking about what's your overall narrative because that's what shows up on LinkedIn. And then how do you have resumes and blogs and interviews and all of these other things that really communicate your value in a clear way. Because sometimes you might be applying for five different jobs, but you need your LinkedIn to be an umbrella story that makes all five work. And sometimes people need help thinking through, how am I vague enough in my messaging that I communicate what I do, but not so specific that I'm locking myself out of opportunities. Um, Hmm. And the third piece is really that reputation roadmap. So what are the conversations you want to be driving two years from now? How do we back up from that? And every month and every day and every week, think about what's the content to put on social media? Who do you need to be reaching out to? What if you want to be speaking? What if you want to start doing podcasts and being interviewed? So it really just depends on if you're trying to be an expert in your field, what is it that you need to do to ramp up your personal brand so that you can really make a difference? So it sounds like um, a lot of uh, individual client um, coaching, working one-on-one with individuals. I do. I do a lot of individual work. And then what I find, which is really fascinating, is I also do work with teams. So a team of executives, for example, or sales team, people who are customer facing or the face of the company. Because a lot of times you want your personal brands, 
you need them there to be the face of the company. People follow leaders, not logos, right? And so how are you showing up as a leader for your organization? Whether you want to stay at that company or not, how are you showing up? And how are those voices coming together in a really powerful way? Um, oh, nice. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's not something I would have said. Uh, you know, I, I added that on as I grew my business over the years because it came became more important and more relevant. I didn't start out saying, oh, let's coach a team of people and their personal brands. But if you have a team and you're trying to figure out um, how do I help them grow developmentally, everybody really does need a personal brand. And the more you invest in your people, especially right now, the more likely you are um, to retain them, but also to connect with your customers. Because again, they want to know the people at a company. They don't want to know the logo, right? That's not the same thing as getting to know people and their stories. Yeah. So lots of great information. What is your final piece of advice for our listeners? A lot of people have imposter syndrome and think, why me? Um, I think it's very important to think about if it's not you, then who will it be? Because it will be someone. And so if you really are passionate about making a difference and defining your why and making an impact in the world, um, then it's very important, even if you're only helping five people, a hundred people, one person, your personal brand is important. Each person on this planet, when I first started my business, I thought, you know, we have almost 8 billion people. If we all knew what we were supposed to be doing and what we were good at, we'd probably be a much better place. So I think it's important for people to step back and think about who am I and how do I want to make a difference and what, what does success look like for me? And it needs to be for you, not what everybody else defines. So, you know, your personal brand, it's not, nobody is a product, right? Your personal brand is about your story, your why, and how do you become the change you wish to see in the world? That's Gandhi would say. Ooh, I love it. And that's one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> I have a necklace with a quote on it as part of an application. So yeah, I really believe that you, you have to personify and be the change you wish to see in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us today, Jen. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to learn more about Jen, visit her website at brandmirror.com. Does your organization need a proven leadership development program? Visit christinaeans.com for more information.